Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. With great power comes great responsibility. And welcome back to Swinging Through Spider-Man, a podcast which you'll no doubt know is uh, made up of two people reading through The Amazing Spider-Man from the get-go. Um, the catch is we don't know anything about Spider-Man. Well, we do know a bit now, don't we, Brad? Yeah, well, if, if anything's been highlighted by the Spider-Man 4 game, uh, we actually kind of got our rocks off a little bit when we're just like, holy shit, that, I, I got that reference. I understood oh, that. Oh, Spider-Man PS4 game. You said Spider-Man 4, I got freaked out. Oh, no, no, Spider-Man PS4. <laughs> but yeah, no, we got the references straight away, didn't we? Yeah. It's like um, the backpacks with the rubber gloves, man. I was just like, oh, I remember them fellas. Yeah, you know, I know what you're doing. But yeah, that's Brad. I'm James. And uh, each week we go through, uh, in order, a, an amazing Spider-Man comic. And we've come to an end of an era. Um, our last episode was on the Spider-Man PS4 game because it was timely. Mm-hmm. Um, but our episode before that was the last last Steve Ditko produced Spider-Man comic. No, his his time, um, he, he unfortunately passed away earlier this year. So it's been a, a really timely, hasn't it, actually? Yeah. The, with everything that's come to pass, the fact we started reading it and all yeah, that. the late, great Ditko. It's, um, well, it was, it was around about episode, I think it was about 30, 30, 30 odd, yeah. That, um, that he actually passed away. Oh, oh, I can actually tell you the um, the date. Um, was it the 9th of July? Because I remember we had the information about him passing away. But um, I think it was either the night before or the day of the live. The live it might have been the day of. It may have been the yeah. day of. And so a live episode went out two days. So it might have been the 7th of July because we recorded. I don't know if we recorded. I completely forgot, to be honest. It's been a while. When it happened. It's been a whole 10 episodes. I don't think there was. I'm not sure if there was a confirmed date, um, you know, due to the circumstances, but no, it has been timely. It has been a bit, you know, grim as well, hasn't it, really? Um, you know, reflecting on all of yeah. that, I guess. Yeah. Um, but no, there's no better way to celebrate it than uh this, because this episode today is just kind of it's not like a recap. It's just the first this is the first chapter's over. So why not look back at the first chapter and our funny the funny things that have happened and some of the memories we have? And we asked uh our listeners on Twitter to get back to us and they did you know quite en masse and after the our last episode was quite successful Brad because it's the most listens we've had in a week on an episode on a single week well it's not even the week yet six <laughs> days riding, riding that coattail man riding that, it hard smart that's smart production that is Brad um, <laughs> but marketing at it's finest in all seriousness um, it's probably the best time to look back at this chapter and seal, you know, seal it off you know confine it to history of our memories so uh, I think that's where oh, it's 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 kind of a way for us to pour one out for Ditko as well, you know, saying how we've enjoyed the artwork even though he can't draw feet. Um, it's you know a fantastic way to look back at, at, at you know for some people the penultimate Spider-Man artist, considering you know he was the what he's the guy who created it. And if it weren't for Ditko, well, we wouldn't be here now, would we? No, we wouldn't be doing this. We'd be doing fucking X-Men or something or something or other. Um. But no, I think the best thing to do is look over it, sum it up. Not necessarily, we're not going to go for the story no, beats no, and that. No, not so much summing it up, but cherry picking our favourite moments or our, you know, the best the best bits of, of storytelling or visual, you know, visual art, you know, of, 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 of the late, great Steve Ditko. Yeah, and I think what a better way to start with then, Brad, by asking you, what was your kind of, the thing that hooked you during this because I know it's been a, it's been a hard path, hasn't it? Actually, it hasn't it has, been easy. Just, the thing is, is that there's so much going on in every single every single issue. There's just so much. Um, but I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that my favourite moment was the "If This Be My Destiny," where Peter summons his inner strength and picks up that concrete block to save himself, Aunt May, 
and anyone else from the clutches of Doc Ock. I think that that for me, the pacing of the story, the artwork, just everything about it was just spot on. It's absolutely perfect. I agree, but my favourite is when uh, the Green Goblin makes his first appearance and lures Spider-Man out to Hollywood just to batter him. Oh, yeah. like, I thought that is the peak because it ma- it makes so little sense. Oh, yeah, it makes absolutely- and the Hulk's in it as well. No, the Hulk it- was just fucking in it. <laughs> I love the fact that um, that uh, the Green Goblin basically got him to sign that contract to basically say it was uh, <laughs> it was consensual. Yeah, and the geezer didn't even like. Captain is like, oh, the enforcers are here. Oh, that's all right, I guess. If, oh, if the contract say the enforcers? Oh, there we go. That gladly just onto another thing. I think your favourite character is clear. Oh, mate, I love Fancy Dan. And from what the Spider Gears have told us, I'm so gutted that we won't see them for many years. It's I'm so I'm literally gutted because Fancy Dan is probably our fa- one of my favourite characters that we've ever created in our little. Well, head cannon. Our little head cannon, yeah. Yeah, the swinging free Spider-Man cannon. Um, I'll, I'll come on to that in a bit, actually. That's a very good point. My favourite character, I think, complete Fred Foswell as the big man, the head of the Enforcers, and as Patch. Yes. Because it's genuinely quite good storytelling as well. Like, the story angle, how they use him to kind of fucking find things out. Yeah, it's, it's, it does move the story along quite nicely. And uh, how he fought that he was meant to be the crime master, and I think that was all. That was all pretty smart, and uh, he's a good character. Like, yeah, I, I the thing is, in Ultimate Spider-Man, he dies instantly. Oh, that's like the Enforcers are in it. The Enforcers are in the Ultimate Spider-Man comics, which I read to kind of catch speed up and catch up with other things. But um, no, he dies pretty much from the get-go. And I thought, oh, that's shit. Fred Foswell's gone. The big man's gone already. Not good. But um, no, in Amazing Spider-Man, the uh, quote-unquote proper line. He's uh he's very much still going. He's he's holding it down as Patch as well. He's got um so he's doing. He's, he's, he's a good character. <laughs> that horrible horrible mask, <laughs> fleshy mask, fleshy mask. You know, I really every time I think about Patch, I always always think that like the the horrible rubber latex that he's using. I mean, it's not like I can't imagine that he's paid very well at the bugle. We know how stingy Jameson is with his money, so like that mask would not be movie quality. It would just be like horrible shiny rubber and just like halfway through speaking to people, the fucking latex, the, the, um, the liquid latex from like his his mouth line would just start to undo. So you just have this weird like lips inside of lips. Yeah, and you know that New York heat as well in the summer, the stodgy heat. It's going to oh, look pure the sweat. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make the mask drop and it's going to look like he's had a stroke. <laughs> and half his face is just gone, like, not moving. <laughs> It's not connected anymore. <laughs> Patch used to say, like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> yeah, obviously, it's, it's not there to laugh at, but it's the fact that the mask is so genuinely bad. Yeah. And no one's picked up. Or if they're, maybe they're being charitable to him and they go, oh, Foswell's that, you know, turning tricks again. I don't know. I think that's maybe his persona. The reason how come he manages to go to these underground bars where the shorthand of criminal is playing pool. How has he not been shot in the head as well? That's what I want to know. How has someone just not pulled him into well, an alleyway he, well he would he would have been he would have been if it weren't for uh weren't for episode what was it uh issue 37 <laughs> where spider-man comes out with that left hook from the from the tree that was also one of my favorite bits man um late on i left it late on yeah i think i think we've we've touched upon this in a few of the old of uh, the few of the latest episodes where um you could kind of you could kind of tell in the artwork how um lee and Steve, um, well, Lee and Ditko, they they were sort of like at, at, at creative odds and ends, as it were, and like you could just sort of tell how that's sort of filtered through into the the final product because Spider Man's fighting has just turned into just one big punch. Yeah, he just hits hit people in the head, and that's it. And that's it. There's no like elaborate fight scenes or clever. Oh, if I just grab this and then turn this into this and. You know, I'll trap him. He's just like, it's just straight up like two two blokes in colourful costumes duking it out. Yeah, I think we'll see. Maybe we'll see a change. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what really to expect because it's still early. In what I've read, I've only read three ahead. Um, it's still very early. It's still got all those Ditko beats in it. It's not much different. So I think it will evolve with time, won't it? Well, you imagine it. Uh, um, 
John Romita. He's just picked up like a comic, which is which is selling off the shelves. Like, yeah, it's massive. He exploded, didn't it? Spider Man did. Um, yeah, it's like saying um, to a, a fairly decent artist or director, um, you're making the, the second Infinity War film. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> he's got ten minutes to fucking make it as well. Yeah. So you, you gotta handle that with care, man. You really do, because if, if there's if there's anyone more violent, it's a fan base. Yeah, I think, and in some of these comics, because they're digital, not all of them have the writing at the back. You know, the letters. Oh, okay. Some of them do. Some of them do, and some of them are fucking vicious. Oh god! Like you'd think it was bad today. No, they were getting ripped off. That's even worse, man, because they would have to take out pen and paper, <laughs> start scribbling. Yeah, like- you know, the thought is. You can tweet something angry in seconds and take it back. If you have to fucking sit down and write it out and send it to New York. Just there like, I'm not happy with this. <laughs> then you have to get out the stamp, lick the motherfucker, put it on the envelope, fold the letter. Address the envelope. Oh, yeah, yeah. Address the envelope. Fold the letter. To Stanley. Walk down to your local post box. Or use stampers.com. Well, you couldn't back it down. <laughs> and uh, send the fucker out, yeah. right? And then you would have to wait a couple of weeks before you even know whether or not if you was in the bastard fucking comic. <laughs> and if you were, it would just be Stanley going, oh, oh well, <laughs> fuck. Like, just batting away your fucking question. Completely no consideration for it. It's like, yeah, we we, we love you. Thank you. Bye. I bet you Stanley had no I idea think. he would be in the position that he is today. No, um, I think they were very pretty chill, and I think he got to a head, and uh, clearly for the best in a way for the character, I guess. Yeah, not so much for either of them, but mainly for the character. I think it's probably the best thing that actually happened. Well, in the I end, was, I was reading an article before about how um, sort of like Batman is kind of hard to copy. Well. It's not hard to copyright. It's definitely ownership of DC. But it's sort of like you can kind of tell any story you want with Batman now because, like, Batman's a pop culture. Like, like Batman belongs to the people now. You know what I mean? It's very much like Spider-Man so, as well, isn't it? It's the uh, same. Exactly, exactly. It's exactly the same as Spider-Man. But I, ain't, I know a bit more about Batman than I do Spider-Man. So... And also, I don't want to tread in any toes of any of our listeners because they might, they might they'll know not more. see things. Yeah, exactly. They'll know more, and I just don't want to chat shit to them. Yeah, you know what I mean. But so but you are right because it's like when you think of Spider Man, and this is probably just us saying it. Um, again, we, we'll be completely wrong. But do you think of? We're not going to be able to think of a main writer. It's like with some certain characters, you have a guy who's come in and made that character. No one, no one is able to surpass that almost. Yeah. I don't. I'm not sure if that happens with Spider-Man or Batman. I think people like the thing, that. The thing, is, the thing is, is that it varies from person to person because you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Batman analogy because a lot of people know a lot of pop culture about Batman, and all I'm gonna say is Adam West, and then the other one I'm gonna say is Christian Bale. Like, how do you get one character wrote so differently? You know what I mean? And yet, there's gonna be people out there that says, "Oh, my penultimate Batman is Adam West." You know what I mean? Whereas some people are going to go, oh, no, that's real camp. It's my favourite. It's the animated series. And yeah. you have someone else turn around and say, oh, the Arkham games are my favourite. And then... They're all, they're all definitive. Of... They are all somehow exactly. definitive. Whereas Spider-Man... Exactly. I, I, I don't know. It may be the same because um, I think people will certainly say these first 38 are definitive. Well, then people will say 38 to 100 is definitive. Stuff like that. Well, the thing is with Spider-Man is what I've kind of noticed in like at a passing glance at it is that it got to a point where people would want to write different stories for Spider-Man, but still want to carry on the, you know, overall, overall arc of it. So then you end up with, with like Spectacular or Ultimate or, um, I don't know. Web of Spider-Man? Yeah. Just Spider-Man? Exactly. And they've basically allowed themselves to tell any story with Spider-Man that they possibly want to. Yeah, it's, in, it's incredible. Um, I think it's really cool. I think it's, it's it's an awesome thing then because you've got a Spider-Man for everyone's taste. Yeah, I think I was on. I was looking at the digital comics and there's one called Spider. 
No, which is I don't know if just spider, just spidey, and it's like a, a more younger one. Oh, cool. So it's dealing with kind of in the timeline. I don't know where it would be in the timeline, but it's meant to be fairly when he started out, but modern day. So it's like you could just do anything now. It's timeless. Like well, you don't need to place it anywhere. The only reason I come I know about these other Spider Man is because well, we've like last episode was playing Spider Man PS4, and I came across the punk suit, and holy shit. I love Spider-Punk. It looks awesome. Just so crazy. And I wanted to look into more of if there is a storyline just for that that kind of Spider-Man. And, and there is. There is. Thank God. Lo and behold. But yeah, people are doing anything they want. And it all started here. With Dick uh, we're, Yeah. We're kind of ruining it with our headcanon, which started with uh, Dark Octopus, <laughs> of course. Yes, it did. It did start with Dark Octopus. Did Arthur it actually start enough? with Dark I'm not sure because oh, I think no, we no, just no. Let, kind of... Let me have a look at the episode. The, uh, the episodes listing and i'll be able to tell I'm you thinking, when we started to fuck around with it i think it must have been from the get-go it was definitely doc arc it was episode four doc arc because the episode before that was the vulture yeah it was and uh doc arc and it's doc arc and his love for kfc we've kind of given everyone a thing we've tried and uh that's the only one that's really stuck is if not the vulture being like a a deviant, it's Doc Ock <laughs> well, being this like megalomaniac KFC, then fitness buff, then KFC again. You know what I mean? Yo-yo diet of the year, and that's that's saying something when you can do six yo-yos at the same time. <laughs> but no, I think we've tried our best. I think uh, we got off on the wrong foot as well, didn't we? With our head cannon because we immediately started <laughs> immediately seconds in. Um, now this is a big one misunderstanding. We never said Uncle Ben. Was a paedophile. That was not. That, that didn't. I thought you was going to tread around that lightly, but <laughs> no, you went straight for the p word. We there's nothing wrong with saying that because we didn't like. No, we just, I think we just implied that he liked wrestling. We, we I he's, think, uh, I think the term we used was hands. Sorry, good son. Yeah, his nephew. Um, yeah, he's a bit handsy. I don't. <laughs> you know, we did not say that word. <laughs> we didn't even imply that. We did not even imply that. No, no, no. We've, uh, we got to record, re-record that first episode yeah, one definitely. time. Just one time. one time. The amount of times I've heard people turn around and say, uh, <laughs> I did not need that image in my head. That exact phrase. But I'm like, we didn't do, he did that. He <laughs> said those words. It's just that th- these people were young and innocent when they was looking at it. I guess that's the beauty of, of us doing what we're doing is that we get to see, you know. We get to look at these beautiful works of art with damaged minds. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's so, I oh know things have changed so much and it's really kind of refreshing. It's almost refreshing to visit the past and see how, how Ditko's art style was because it's not so bogged down with all the flashiness that it doesn't need it. Just basic and it's nice for that. Mm, no, it's spot on, Brad. Um, I think for the rest of the episode, um, shall we go through... Um, what people have said to us about these first 38 comics or 39 really i guess 39 amazing fantasy 15 the annuals a few more than uh yeah i think that i think that that'd be that'd be for best uh, it's it's well you guys visit us and listen to us chat shit about these comics all the times but you know it, it's it's awesome to to see how what you guys think reflects upon what we think yeah cuz you guys know stuff yeah if no you know if you're listening to this and you know fuck all like us that's fine. Um, but it's amazing to see that people who follow these stories religiously since the get-go um, like this because it's, uh, again, it's kind of shitting on the character. <laughs> <laughs> it is slow, isn't it? You like, We just take it and just run with it. But if that's okay with you, then it's okay with us, I guess. Yeah. And it's more than okay with you guys, it seems. So, uh, yeah, again, thank you very much. And uh, this is for you then, I guess, reading all this stuff out now. Yeah, brilliant. Bring it on. Shall we start off with the, the big shots? Do it. Amazing Spider Talk, um, who had their 200th episode the other day, so congratulations. <laughs> that's, that's... You imagine getting to 200 episodes and just not shooting yourself in the head. Damn! I, c- I couldn't imagine it. No, I think I'm done at 200, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, they say, are there any other stories then? Amazing Fantasy 15 or the conclusion to 
If It Be My Destiny. Those eclipse everything else. Oh, that's... Can't argue. After two, after two hundred, after two hundred episodes, that's um, that's saying something. They say it, uh, these two issues really showcase the unique attributes of the art form in, in incredible ways. The patient economy of story, and that's tr- that's key. That economy of story, how much they fit into those three, oh, yeah. three um issues. And in the first one, Amazing Fantasy Fifteen wasn't even a full comic; it was just a few pages. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. And that's the Spider-Man origin in a few pages. Nailed it. Um, emotion as well. A lot of emotion in that. Oh yeah, 33. Um, when the panels were yeah. stretching, like we're gonna get that a lot today. <laughs> By the way, we're gonna get that a lot. Um, so we'll we'll have more opportunity. But that's amazing, Spud. So thank you very much, guys. That's, no, I appreciate yeah. it from them as well. We 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 we're still in the kiddie pool, you know. We it's one thing being liked by people who like Spider. It's another thing being liked by probably the number one Spider-Man podcast. That's that's all right, isn't it? And getting back to us. Fair play, lads. Um, Will Hines, another Spidey podcast. So this is Screw It. We're going to talk about Spidey. Will Hines, of course, um, got back to us and he's the co-host of that podcast. He also does one about the Beatles. So uh, Spider-Man Beatles, very rooted yeah. in the 60s there. I think he needs to move on. Very rooted in the 60s. Um, first appearance of Doc Ock, Amazing Spider-Man oh, okay. number three. That is. Um, the way he was drawn with lots of underlit. So the light coming in from underneath, all his screens, his glasses are half filled with the light. Scary, and he digs it. That you know what? I, I get that. I, I I do get that. It's it's one way to basically frame a character as this guy's deviant. I didn't. I didn't, I yeah, didn't even notice. Fucking sketchy. I didn't notice that in the artwork the first time round, and that's really cool to to see that perspective on it. I'm like, yeah, because if I remember, he's kind of like working on stuff, and the lights. You, his glasses are half full of dark light and light light like yin yang almost yeah, yeah. mad um, and he said the opening sequence of Amazing Spider-Man 15 so I think this is Craven's first one might even be Craven's second it must be his first one so Green Goblin's first one was around then so it must be Craven's first one Um, where all the bad stuff kind of oh on yeah it does get to... nah I definitely remember that was it was it, uh, 15 yeah it was Craven's first yeah, so that's when his life kind of gets hectic, and that's a proper Peter Parker trope, isn't it? Just life. I mean, fucked. we've said this time and time again. He's got no one else to blame but himself. Then Glenn Matchett said, "Hard to beat, you know, hard to beat the heavy lifting. You can never beat the heavy lifting. That's amazing." No. Spider Man Thirty Three has to be, doesn't it? No, I mean, I think the other thing is with. Do you mean does Glenn mean when Spider Man bench pressed that bear or that gorilla? <laughs> <laughs> that's heavy lifting. At the time that he lifted the uh, the statue of Doc Ock, in the yeah, there's a few fire. heavy lifting. I'm gonna have to assume he means Amazing Spider-Man 33 because, of course, he does. That was the heaviest lifting, and perfectly following on that one from Will Hines, Brad. Um, Eric R. Wilson says it's his uh, favorite memory or favorite Steve Ditko Spider-Man moment was when uh, that first climactic battle with Doc Ock because it's like a video game boss fight where Spider-Man has to go for the base, you know, like Metal Gear Solid. Undetected, <laughs> jump under them. I, I, I suppose, in a way, Spidey Sense is kind of like that big old explanation mark, like what? Yeah, and uh, in a Dead Rising manner, he just makes an improvised weapon from complete junk to uh, stop the whatever boss. the fuck he can find. Yeah, yeah. You duct tape a chainsaw to a paddle. You know what I mean? You makes perfect sense. Got it going. Yeah, Kevin Ewing. Kevin always takes time to uh, send him photos of where he's listening from. We've had one from his radio in the car, and we've had one of him listening on the beach. So uh, keep sending them in, Kevin, because they're actually pretty cool. But uh, he has sent in a number of images, actually. Um, of course, his f- favourite moment of all time. What do you think it is? It's the fucking heavy lifting again. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, also, the sp- splash pages from the annual. Um, so big full-page spreads of Spider-Man bopping villains on the head. Yeah, um, from each one of the Sinister Six. Yeah, and in the first annual. Then he's got his our favourite Colonel Connoisseur. No, none other than Doc Ock. Unmasking Spider-Man, remember him, Peter? Everyone oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was a moment and a half, that was. I forgot about that. The powerful image of Spider-Man's ethereal spirit 
um, between Peter and Betty, you know, blocking them. That was from our live. Oh, that was a powerful image, yeah, because they're sort of walking totally opposite directions. And sort of like invisible Spider-Man, just like, whoa, I'm a giant. <laughs> and he's got the uh, one of his favourite <laughs> covers, one of his favourite moments, is the uh, Amazing Spider-Man issue 14 cover of the Green Goblin, the Hulk, and the Enforcers <laughs> all going on. <laughs> Yeah, we we touched upon this earlier, didn't we? About <laughs> that 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 issue was just completely fucking nuts. Um, amusing Muse says that Amazing Spider-Man nineteen's one of his favorite as one of his favorite moments, but also the issue just mentioned um, when the Goblin's first master plan was to lure Spidey to Hollywood to uh, beat him over the head with a rock. I mean, it's so elaborate. It, it reminds you of um, the Emperor's New Groove, you know, when uh, Yzma's like, I'll turn him into a flea and then I'll put the flea in a box and then I'll mail that box to me and I'll hit it with a hammer. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it just Why couldn't he have just used his goblin glider? Just fucking flying real low. I'm talking skimming pavement now. Cut his head just off. Fucking like with a fucking chopper. I'm talking katana sharpened with a fucking whetstone. And just fucking go at him. That's how I'll do it. Um, Will Hines has another, and he adds. So this this is him. Like he's he's, he's messaged just earlier in the day. You know, speaking about a few moments. Then he's got drunk. And went. You, you know what? I've got another. <laughs> <laughs> just like a drunken dad coming back to finish the argument. <laughs> yeah, so I've got one more. When uh, Amazing Spider-Man nineteen, when Spidey fights back after a whole issue of hiding. Um, the human torch enforcers fight loads of great dictico panels. That, that was the Spider-Man fan club one as well. Ah, oh, yeah, I remember I, that. I think, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably no, wrong. No, you're right because um, Peter and Liz Allen are in the audience. That's I think it's that's when um, it might Goblin, be. Goblin yeah, it's when the fucking... becoming more of a pest. And Sandman's there, and Sandman's oh, and, and um, everyone thought that. Uh, Spider-Man was trying to fight the Human Torch or something like that, or or he was getting in the Human Torch's way. And then he chuck his fucking outfit in the bin as well. Oh yeah, like, that's that's an that's that's a powerful image as well. Absolutely not having any. They picked it up the seconds later. Went no, <laughs> just dust it off. Like, <laughs> um, we got a few from. I'm going to pronounce this wrong now because I pronounced it right last time. It was uh, Savlay Savlo. <laughs> I wonder what I wonder how Google would pronounce it. Because I said it last time, and I'm not sure how I said it. And he said, "Oh, you've got it right." And the now second I don't time know. he said, "You got it right the second time." But I think he had like Zavler. I think he had five cracks at it. So I don't know what the second time is. <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> All right, he's got a few. This is going to be long. This one is. All right, let's, I'm uh, going to give him the time. I'm going to give him the time of day because he's he's he's, he's he's always on it. He's he's a great he's great great member of our Spider Geezers community. So he says, "Uh, okay, first best Ditko thing, amazing Fantasy 15 as a whole." But thanks uh, for the whole paedophilia angle. We're sorry, all we, right. did, we didn't, we didn't mean that. we didn't mean to. Yeah, no, it's, no, it's just a little bit of. Uncle and what I, he's wrestling his uh, nephew. That's that's normal. He's yeah. He's he's like eighteen year old nephew. I remember someone as well said what 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 angle what? and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what angle and ah uh, it's just it. I mean, if you, if you go back and look <laughs> at that panel, hands are squarely on nipples. Like it's a lot. It's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot to take in. He also says, uh, "Amazing Spider-Man Annual One: The full-page images of Spidey taking down the Sinister Six one by one." Okay, and uh, I'm always in awe. That's 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 twice we've heard that now, and I did not pick that up on the first time around. To be fair, you're not reading the comic, yeah. Though, but are you? sometimes you've only got the image. You usually show me like a fair few of the panels. I did. I think I showed you each one. Yeah, of exactly, those. and I didn't pick up on it. But you might not pick up on it because you might not know it's a full page. You might not just think it's a big. That's image. a good point. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to try and pick that up in per not the actual comic because it's going to cost me fucking loads but um, <laughs> like do you know the omnibus or something where it's in black and white ah oh, yeah that that'd be the, cool. the proper artwork but pick it up um, you know you know what I've been looking at lately I've been looking at like you know when you go to cons and that and the artists are there and they do like real quick sketches and stuff out with little marker pens and like the quick and dirty 
fucking great. I might are. take the Amazing look, Spider-Man look, look, on the bus and say, can you call her this in? <laughs> Some random artist. It doesn't even have to be a Spider-Man one. I'll pay you five bucks and I'll buy you lunch. <laughs> starving artist, man. As a, as an ex-starving artist, I would have took you up on it. <laughs> um, Please, I'm so hungry. He also says, issue 33, you know what I'm talking about? Of course you know what you're talking about, because everyone's fucking talking about that. Sorry. Not getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> you think you need a Snickers, mate? Um, he says, regarding story moments, um, not necessarily Ditko's work, issue 24 is my favourite. I just love how... So this is a, the therapist one. Ah, yeah. The, uh, that was so cool, that was. Dr. F- Reinhardt. Whatever, Friedrich. Yeah, yeah Reinhardt. Friedrich, Friedrich, Friedrich. I swear we took the piss out of his name as well. Um, I just love how Mysterio fucks his wide mind, and this makes him my favourite villain after the big three. Big three? Big three? I, th- I thought there was a, a big Hawk. six. Green Goblin. Big yeah. three? Who's the fucking third one? Cat Burglar. Small potatoes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost for third. Who's the, who's the third biggest one? Stanler. <laughs> Steve Ditko post issue photo. <laughs> like he just grew a health bar. <laughs> or right, yeah, he says uh, the story arcs seventeen to nineteen, twenty six to twenty seven, thirty one to thirty three. They're top notch, and I they are, they fully agree. Notch. Yeah. Uh, if I kept going, I'd name all the issues except for the last five. So let's leave it there. As for some funny moment, this is the yucks, Brad. The yucks, right. the the, uh, the the shenanigans. The antics. Goblin's flying broomstick. <laughs> yes. Gather around, kids. Trip down memory lane right now. Tinkerer being an alien. This was fucking odd, wasn't it? This was that was, that was you. <laughs> you, was, also, you were so done with that. <laughs> I didn't even read. I was just like, so he goes into the basement. The geese is an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Sandman defeated by a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Yeah, that was. No. This is going to fucking roll you up. This is a, a legendary extra story to issue eight. And you'll remember this, where Peter, so Peter Parker as Spider-Man, breaks into Johnny Storm, the human torches house, to try and steal his girlfriend. Oh, yes, that was incredible. That, that was the point where I thought, <laughs> oh, I do not, I am not backing this man. <laughs> that, was, that was the point I learned, that's, that Peter Parker was not the responsible young adult I thought he was. I can't believe Johnny he literally just well, beat the fucking piss out of him. Beat him <laughs> into his kidneys were black. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Pete, you Pete don't want the, you coming back. Peter had the audacity to fucking throw sand at him. Yeah, like, <laughs> like he slid into into his missus DM. Like, not even his DM, literally onto her sofa. Like uninvited. Put his teeth out. Have him pissing through a dialysis machine. <laughs> but you put that's sinister. That's fully sinister. The thing, the thing is, man, I know Human Torch is an arrogant son of a bitch, but he don't deserve that. And also, uh, Peter's jar of spiders. Remember when he's trying to get the spider slayer robot with Jaden Jameson's face? And oh, brings yeah. Jar of sp- jar it's crushed of against his chest. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't even explain where he got it from. And that's... that's just- also, he's plucking these spiders off. Like, he's waiting with a jar. just like, And you, you know they're tricky bastards and these big American spiders. <laughs> So every time he opens the jar to put another spider in, does it, the spiders just come out and he has to catch them all again? I reckon he just caught one spider and it's pregnant. His, 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 his plan was to just get one spider. It's like when them old, like, really awful grainy videos of a spider just getting stamped on and loads come out of it. Uh, uh, oh, no, you're like just horrified, recoiling. All four. <laughs> um, Strom's fleshy robot. How could you not? Um, you know what? He didn't even tail off if he made that robot. I don't think Steve Ditko went over a fucking bang. If you, Steve Ditko was just like, yeah, it's going to be a rubber ball with fucking legs. Fuck you. And, oh yeah, when Spider-Man, when the Spider-Slayer had him dead to rights, he's kind of just got dressed <laughs> and slid out. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking, that was fantastic as well. Oh. All right. <laughs> No, that's fucking didn't unacceptable. Didn't he use his web as, like, lube? To get... <laughs> <laughs> fucking so stupid. Imagine, like, because J. Jonah James was chasing that. Imagine seeing like, your photographer naked, covered 
covered in, covered. in white liquid. <laughs> Shiny. Naked. And it, <laughs> On the a thing is, he would, be be- he would have been beaten black and blue because the spider slayer fucking had and him. And you know, Jameson would have went to him. It's like, where is Spider-Man touch you? How is Spider-Man And done? he's just all out of breath. He's just like... <laughs> And he went, Peter, we, we can make a charity for this. You can help you. We can help you, Pete. Just tell us what Spider-Man did. You know, he Peter, have you heard of, on have it. You heard of a place called Feast? <laughs> Reference. Reference, indeed. Uh, go back and listen last week to our Spider-Man PS4 episode, if you didn't catch that reference. Or read recent Spider-Man comics, which I'm sure have Feast in it. F-E-A-S-T, that organisation. Um, we also asked him, because I thought I'll press him now. Mm. Um, he said, do you have any favourite moments from the podcast? Not necessarily the issues, the podcast. He had a few. Oh, that's cool. He had a few. So he liked it when we trust reinforcers. Well, they were just asking for it. And we You didn't cannot trust turn up in the 1960s for... dressed like a fucking cowboy and not expect me. <laughs> we playfully, We playfully respected them. There was no respect. There was none. There was no respect. Um, R-E-S-T-C-T, found out what it means to me. Oh, come on, guys. What one was that? Ten, when we said 10 out of 10, kidnap me again. What was that? That was, was, that, was, was that. <laughs> that was when Doc Ark kidnapped Aunt May. And oh, shit, the second <laughs> part of the annual. And and Aunt May was like, "Oh, actually, Doc Ock was a pleasant was a pleasant man." <laughs> Review it on TripAdvisor. Yeah, that, that was, was the one. Ten out of ten would kidnap again. Yeah, the second part of our annual, um, the master plan and reveal. That's all my handiwork. Gotta say, yeah, that was great, man. With the uh, with the SFX, um, Craven's furry neighbor. <laughs> Putting <laughs> preferred. There's nothing wrong with being a furry. It's just don't do it next to Craven the Hunter because he will, oh, he will fucking fuck murder you. <laughs> You'll have a spear through your heart, and you know whether you're skinny or whether you're you know on the larger side, the spear's going through. It, it is my. It doesn't doesn't matter how how much you weigh, he will suplex the fuck out of you. Your neck will be broken. You don't have the neck of a fucking actually. A lion. Actually. With the wrestling skills, I think I think Uncle Ben could stick to him. I think he could. Mm, good get, fight, get, but Uncle Ben's Get dead. both of them in a squared circle. Yeah. Um, and also, Brad, a shout out for you, because uh, remember the Beatle? Beatle, the Beatle, the Beatle, the Beatle. So he's got a really sexy name. Oh, though. yes, Abner Jenkins. Such a sexy name. Absolutely. That's from uh, Savile and... Uh, he said you, you, the live episode was good because uh, you did a good job uh, for the live audience. You're making, in fact, making it tedious ah. for uh, the people listening at home. Brilliant. I think that's a uh, very, very uh, kind is, of you to uh, have said that. Well, we was kind of a bit worried about the live episode. We didn't know how how it would affect both the live audience and our, our current following. But it's, it's, nice, it's nice to get good feedback like that. Yeah, very cool. So uh, I think we've got the final run of uh, the feedback now on, the, on that. So let me just go. Dr. Spider. Legend. Dr. Fucking Spider. Myth. The legend. Himself. I hope you had a very good vacation. I've seen you on vacation. And home for spreading Spider-Man to the dark corners of Maine. Um, <laughs> dark corners. It is pretty dark up there. It's where Stephen King writes all his shit. Doesn't set a fucking novel outside of it. Um. He rates Amazing Spider-Man 17 to 19, the Spider-Man No More arc, as a as one of his highlights. And I can't agree more because it's just the whole shit, the fan club, Spider-Man bottling it, kind of stepping up again and bottling it again and stepping up again and realising he can't ever give up. And the Green Goblin going, you're a little bitch. By the way, you didn't beat me. I ran away. <laughs> I, was, I was retreating towards future <laughs> victory. Yeah. And... uh he says that's the that's Spider-Man at his best. Lee and Dick you know what? Best. I, I definitely agree with on. that because that's a re- that's a recurring theme for you know a lot of what I've seen of Spider-Man. We've seen it reiterated in the movies more than one occasion. I saw it in the animated uh, the animated series when I was a kid. Um, you know, I've even seen a little bit of it in the, the new game that's just come out. So 
if it if it's that iconic to keep popping up in the stuff that's not so embrained in the comics, like it probably does. I'd imagine it does. So it must be it must be very significant. And I did get uh, that you know horrible feeling when he put his his suit in the bin. That was horrible. Yeah. Uh, Doan Lee said, "Amazing Spider-Man thirty-one to thirty-three, the Master Planner Saga." If it, if this be my destiny, of course, because of course, yeah. what wouldn't it be? Beautiful. What would that not be? Um, Andrew Leyland of the, I believe it's the Fantasticast. Yep. I'm gonna get that wrong. Um, Spider issue eleven and twelve of the Amazing Spider-Man, because that's when Doc Ock, I believe, unmasks Peter Parker, and no one fucking believes him. I mean, to be fair, that is a perfect. And that's when fucking Spider-Man slips on the boat and sprains his ankle. Oh, God, yeah. I forgot about that. And Bennett dies. <laughs> An unnamed boat. Fucking scumbag. Oh, episode 11 and 12 was Ock Week. Yes. Um, that, that was very premature. It was a very premature Ock it Week. It was premature, but it was still Just fantastic. weeks into the podcast. Weeks <laughs> into the... And Doc Ock was basically like... All right, see you later. Bye! <laughs> fucking dive yeah, into the gone. water and we're just gone. Yeah, you don't let an octopus into water. You won't, you won't ever catch it again. That's a, that's a rule. Mm. Can't get your hands around it, can you? It's very squidgy. We have the good, the bad, and the spidey. Spidey reader reading every issue of Spider-Man, hoping to blog about it. Amazing. He loves comics and hip-hop at the same time. All right. He likes... Annual one with the Sinister Six. And again, I think everyone has nailed it on. I wish someone would say, actually, they have the last person on our list, I believe. I hope I haven't missed anyone out because I've been fucking reading all over the place. Um, the last person on our list is a PBP Bash, P B A S C H. He says, number 16, where Spidey and Daredevil had a clash in with the Ringmaster oh, and the Sinister God, Yeah, that was, that was one hell of an episode where we just take. <laughs> Foggy, I'm, I'm blind. I'm, I'm blind, Foggy. I, I cannot see. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking. I was thinking about this the other day. Right, I was thinking about Daredevil's character, this exact comic, and I was thinking Daredevil is clearly because didn't he get hit with the the uh, the what was it? It's like a nuclear material or something which made him lose his vision, but still gain excellent hearing. Didn't it happen when he was a kid? Right, so that means yeah. that means that he's gone his whole entire teenage years and adult years. He's been to university. He's gone and got his law degree, and he let everyone believe, everyone believe that he couldn't fucking see. Isn't that like a big point in the Netflix one where he's like, "Oh, you're fucking daredevil." Oh, thanks a fucking bunch. Exactly. Because <laughs> here's here's the thing: like, he didn't know he was going to be a superhero when he was a teenager. Well, he wasn't even a teenager. He was a kid when it happened. So, like, he felt like he had to keep it disguised right up until, like, he became Daredevil. And then he actually had a reason to say to people, oh, I can't act. I, I can actually, sir. You know what I mean? The thing is, you can't even beat the shit out of him. You can't. Because he's just going to fucking move out the way. <laughs> then, like, do some crazy tricks and stuff with it, um, shit with his, like, tricked out cane. What a fucking asshole. He is a, he is a fully asshole. The thing is, I was reading and I, was, I saw that uh, John Romita kind of trained drawing Spider-Man because he was on two issues of Daredevil at around this time ah. where Spider-Man was in them as a main character. And I was thinking, should me and Brad do those? And I thought, I said this before about Daredevil 1. I didn't fucking do it. Mm. So I thought, I'm thinking, no fucking no way am I go- jumping into that Daredevil shit no. again. No, I think... We, no. we, we're an Amazing Spider-Man podcast. We should just read Amazing Spider-Man. And besides, if we... Put the Amazing Spider-Man is in mate, if, if we mainly. start going off on a tangent now, we are going to fucking regret it. That's true, because then you have to kind of go into everything that, and fucking Daredevil is not important exactly. enough. Avengers, maybe, but I've read that he isn't in an Avengers comic for fucking years. Well, the thing is with Spider-Man is he's like... He's not actually that strong. He's he's just only just above superhuman. Like, 
Yeah, in the game, he can't even pick up a car without you ha- having to help by smashing Mate, the square. Mate, you know how many of them have failed? You have to really You've try. really got to start smashing square as soon as you get onto the front of the car. But I think it looks better when it fails. I think it looks more epic. I'll just let it fail. <laughs> you just like you just lazy, really, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I think, dude, that is that is it. I think I've got to the end of everyone's um feedback about yeah. Ditko and stuff, and I really hope I haven't missed anyone out. I'd feel actually kind of terrible. I feel like I've read it. I went through if Twitter. not, just call, call us out on, on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. We'll, we'll pick your poison. We'll, uh, we'll apologise. We'll grovel. Uh, I think we've done it most. Actually, no, Ooh. we have one more final thing. but One last thing. One last thing. And it's something that's Savlo. So, oh, <laughs> He's listening to this podcast. right now. He's like, it's not Savlo. It's not Savlo. <laughs> Um, he said, James Brad, can you choose your favourite cover? Oh, that is a task. Because all the that covers t- look so fucking good. I am going, I know which one I'm going for already. And it is the last one I did. It's, <laughs> it's a guy called Joe. <laughs> because it's so <laughs> shit. It's like, they're trying to advertise a comic. They've got Quotation marks. Just a guy named Jar. Just a- that's it. <laughs> Just your run of the mill guy named Jar. But he's also kind of doing that punch and jumping through, and I, I rate that really highly. Um, I'm not sure about yours. I didn't really like the "If This Be My Destiny" cover. The final chapter one, definitely when he was drowning. That's very cool. But the first one, shit. You know what cover I really, really liked? Um, issue twenty four. The um oh the fucking trippy one, yeah, really really fucking good because you really do feel a bit twisted. What looking at that cover, you really get a sense of because because they advertise Spider Man's gone mad and he's got uh he's got these these um, hallucinations coming at him, hasn't it? And it's all it's all the uh all the work of um was it Mysterio? I believe yeah. it was, wasn't it? It was Mysterio, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great cover that is. I mean, the colors work just incredible. Um, the, 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 it's more dynamic than a lot of the other comics. There's a lot more depth in the background. It's just, it's just a great looking, great looking cover. Yeah, I think they've all got a lot of qualities, but they've also got a lot of like heavy similarities. Um, yeah. No, I think I stick with mine. Thirty-eight is pretty cool because it's, it's just so stupid. Like just how tired they were. Um, but I'm doing that ironically. To be fair, um, I do like thirteen Mysterio. Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I like Mysterio's outfit. I I think as as a character designer, I think he looks awesome with those like the, big old Aztec eyes and stuff. Looks, looks the Enforcers cool. one's good. Um, that's issue ten of him just like slugging Spider Man. Oh yeah, Spider Man just getting absolutely ripped off by Ox's shovel hands. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Six. His fancy Dan just nibbling on his ankle. They've all they've all got a lot of similarities. There's not much that you know. There isn't a lot of a heavy deal of difference. And also, of course, the very famous, amazing Fantasy Fifteen cover. And I believe the cover was by Jack uh, Jack Kirby. Oh, that was Jack Kerber. who did the cover. I believe that is me going off on one, completely into the unknown, uncharted territory. I don't know if Steve Ditko did the cover. Steve Ditko did the art. He didn't do that specific cover. That's just me. I was about to say that cover is very iron, um, iconic. Not ironic. Yeah, of course. It's 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 probably the it's definitely the most famous. If not, it's the cover of issue one where he's uh, in that big fucking glass tube with the Fantastic Four just hammering outside. Yeah, <laughs> they've come through the one window. But um, um, I think I think I think that 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 wraps it up, doesn't it, mate? And I definitely believe. That's probably the best way that we could give some sort of memento, some sort of, you know, way to pour one out for Dipko in a very swinging through Spider-Man fashion. We'll close off with a, a men- memento that you might have to give to a listener, right? Yes. Um. So we have been talking over the last couple of episodes about putting together a competition for you guys. And, well, at the time of you listening to this, we would have had our new artwork, well, rather our uh, profile pictures 
redone in a very typical half Spidey, half portrait kind of combo. Very iconic of the last couple of Ditko episodes. You know when Sp- when when Peter's a bit conflicted and he has to think about being both Spider Man and Peter Parker at the same time. Oh, I thought his face was burnt off. <laughs> so we've created that new artwork, and we wanted to share with our Spider Geezers, our community, and give back something. So we're going to write a tweet on our Twitter, obviously, um, basically asking for you to enter into this competition. And if you like or share that tweet, you'll be doing us a solid if you could uh, share it, um, you'll be in for a chance to have your own portrait um, spidied, where you have the half Spider-Man mask and half your own face. Um, We're looking to hopefully draw the winner on our next episode, which will be episode 45 and our first John Romita episode as well. Yeah, perfect. And uh, of course, if you, you know... this isn't going to be shared on Twitter if you don't want your face shared. So, um, you know, we'll yeah, see yeah, you privately, just... like. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll announce we'll announce the winner on our next episode as well, and we'll s- sort things out in regards to um, getting images over to you, or even if you do want to share us, it's totally up to you how we want to do it. Just, uh, just start entering. Yeah, we'll send you the image. You can do what you want if you want to print it out, frame it out. We'll give you everything you need to kind of do what you will with it but yeah it's just a small way of saying thanks and probably the only way we can really say thanks apart from saying thanks yeah really so uh, but yeah get on our twitter have a look at the those new images that we've made you can kind of see our faces a little bit in in a uh a, a john ramita sort of way ish yeah yeah yeah, ish. yeah. i mean I'm, I'm no ditko but i try my best so this is part of a you know almost a i wouldn't say a complete rebrand but just a refresh of our artwork and we haven't had like our bio profiles, you know, on the, the website ever updated. So it's a good way to do that, really. But yeah, um, I knew artwork. I think, I think, I hope the artwork refreshes on fucking iTunes. I hope to God. <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? Didn't it didn't do it before, did it? It didn't do it for ages. But um, <laughs> ages. As long as you say, please refresh this, it, it will eventually. But uh, as long as we change, as long as we get it updated, you can all see what we're doing and what we're trying to do. So yeah, thank you very much and just a small way of saying thanks. And uh, we'll be back next week with our, our regular scheduled content with uh, Spider-Man 39, I believe it is, uh, John Romita Senior. Not Junior. Yep. And Not, uh, not Junior. Not Junior. Oh, that's his son. Um, John Romita Senior and Stan Lee continue the adventures of Spider-Man and we'll be following right along. So uh, goodbye, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>